Alexa, what is the best podcast in the land? Here's pulling back the curtain podcast registered from Amazon Music. Playing the latest episode. This podcast is sponsored by Sumato Coffee. Sumato Coffee believes that coffee should be unique and high quality from bean to cup. Beyond that, it starts to become stale. At Sumato Coffee, they're incredibly concerned and transparent about when your coffee is roasted. That's why they put the roast date right on the bag. Pulling Back the Curtain podcast listeners receive a 20% discount off their order by using promo code BALLERSCOFFEE. To learn more about Sumato Coffee, please visit them at sumatocoffee.com. That's S-U-M-A-T-O-C-O-F-F-E-E.com. What's happening, people, and what you know good? We'd like to thank you for listening and spending your time with us. This is Pulling Back the Curtain Podcast, the most provocative, the most exciting, the baddest, baddest podcast in the land. We come with the dopest topics, hitting with the rawest opinion while giving you the straight-up facts. No fake news here. I'm Jules. I'm Press. We give sight to the blind, ladies and gentlemen. Alexa, what is the baddest podcast in the land? Here's Pulling Back the Curtain Podcast registered from Amazon Music. Playing the latest episode. Season three of the Pulling Back the Curtain podcast is brought to you by Sumato Coffee. Pulling Back the Curtain podcast listeners will receive a 20% discount on your order by using promo code BALLERSCOFFEE. To learn more about Sumato Coffee, please visit their website at www.sumatocoffee.com. That's S-U-M-A-T-O-C-O-F-F-E-E.com. What's happening, people? And what you know good? We'd like to thank you for listening and spending your time with us. This is Pulling Back the Curtain Podcast, the most provocative, the most exciting, the baddest, baddest podcast in the land. We come with the dopest topics, hitting with our rawest opinion, while giving you the straight up facts. That's right, no fake news here. I'm Jules. Press. On today's show, we pull back the curtain on our favorite Christmas songs and much, much more. Press, what's pop? You know, I'm good, man. I'm uh, finally out of that uh, Thanksgiving holiday haze over here. I had to get back to the real world. The leftovers are now gone. I had to move on. (laughs) Dude, you know Christmas is coming up because, my God, traffic is just everywhere. You know, you can't even go to the store without just people just all in the way. That's a good-ass point, man. I miss... I want to preface this audience by saying I don't miss the early stages of the pandemic because that shit was awful for a lot of us. But the traffic during that time, man, mm. you could get from one side of the city to the other side of the city in like 10 minutes. Now, shit, you can't man. even get down your street in 10 minutes. <laughs> Ooh, man, it's just people are out and uh, what are you going to do? So, yeah, so, so it's the holiday season, man. There's people out, man. And hey, man, I, I, I can't wait, man. This is this is the favorite time of the year, man. It's magical. It's miracle. It's, you know, you get in a good mood. So, Man, let's do it, man. <laughs> yes, sir. Hey, with that being in mind here, bro, I have to have to tell you. Okay. One of our listeners called foul on you <laughs> last week. <laughs> oh, man. So, okay. Audience, you guys remember on last week's show, we talked about the best places in Chicago to get into the Christmas spirit. And Brother Jules had a spot on there from Wisconsin. And so y'all heard I kind of poked at him about it. But it was still a nice spot. I even Googled it and saw it. I was like, okay, this place is cool. But one of our listeners, Darren, he was like, hey, I got to throw the, the foul flag on Brother Jules. <laughs> Damn. 
<laughs> hey, hey, Prez, you know, I was just, I wasn't, I was, I wasn't thinking, man. And <laughs> it was a good spot for, for me. My wife and I, we went to, and I was just helping out. Hey, somebody in the Wisconsin land area or, or close to it want to check it out. Cool, man. I, I just, <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> I went off. The, I went off the beaten trail on that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you went off the reservation for sure. But listen, Darren, give Jules a little bit of credit though, because he was trying to he was trying to give y'all a spot outside the area. That's how I'm gonna say it. I'm not gonna throw a flag on the play. I'm gonna say I challenged it. I looked at it on the replay. I looked at it like three times, Darren. I'm gonna say okay. it was close, but I don't <laughs> throw a flag on the play. <laughs> All right, man. Hey, friends, appreciate you, man. Hey, Big D, man. My bad, man. I was just. I was in the zone, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but that's a dope spot. I think I'm going to check it out. Probably not this holiday, but next year I'm going to check that out. I liked it. I definitely Googled it because any, anytime I come across something that I'm not familiar with, I'm like, man, I want to see what that's about. How come I don't know about this? So when you put that out there, I definitely Googled it uh, the next day. <laughs> but Darren, <laughs> good call out, but I don't throw the flag on that one. But we're going to keep an eye on Jules. We're going to keep him on as going forward, y'all. We're going to keep him right. on as going forward. <laughs> okay, cool, cool. All right, so our first mailback question comes over from Tyrone from the Inglewood area here in Chicago. All right. And, and what he wanted to know is, how would we remember Virgil Abloh? Man, Prez, you know what? I'm not a big fashion-type guy. Mm-hmm. Now, people, I'd be dapping now. But, you know, as far as the latest trends and clothes and styles, you know, I can say I'm not not on it. But in this world, we're born and, and then we leave. Everybody has to leave this place. And what you do in the, mean, in the meanwhile, in between, is you leave your mark in this, in this world. And that's what Virgil did. Fashion designer, entrepreneur, a brother. Worked with various artists, started his gig with uh with Kanye, kind of put him on the map, working with him and just, you know, found of Off-White. I mean, dude, he left his mark. And with that, he left his blueprint. So mm-hmm. for other people to, if they want to get into fashion business or anything else, they could look at what, what he had done, his hard work and his dedication and, and his drive and commitment and go from there. So I would say for me, we remember him for his work ethics, his vision, his dreams how he's able to kind of cross the dress and the streetwear and combine it. Cause now that's what you see now, Perez. People, mm-hmm. people in their, their, their suits and stuff, and they got nice designer gym shoes and kind of, you know, be dapper. I mean, that's what, oh, that's yeah. what art is. You know, right. it's, you're always mingling and dabbing and trying to put things together and crossing and, and that's what, that's, that's the beauty of it. And Jules, you got to give yourself a little bit more credit than that now, brother. You know how to dress. And I think you do know a little <laughs> bit about fashion. He's just trying to downplay some stuff there for okay. the audience. But to answer the question from Tyrone, I think the thing that really resonated with me with Virgil, and it's everything that Jules said there. This guy, he dreamed. And he realized his full potential. But that's no different than what any of us could do out here. The only difference between him and a lot of people is that he actually put the work in to realize that potential. It's sad when I look at another one of our young black superheroes has passed away. Mm-hmm. Chadwick yeah. Boseman, his birthday yeah. came and, and went recently. And you just look at that. At the age of 41, he had nothing but life ahead of him. But he's no longer here. And it's these rare forms of cancer that are taking these black brothers away from us. Mm. So what we got to do in this life, and I'm not going to try to get all philosophical with people here, but Let's make the best use of our time. Tomorrow's not promise. Yes, sir. 
Look at the footprints that this guy laid down in his 41 years. And he was just getting started. I can only imagine what he was going to be able to do in this world if he would have gotten more time. But you know what? Things happen for a reason. Maybe his purpose was already solidified in this world. And like Jules said, he lays behind that blueprint. So with that blueprint being laid behind, that now gives another young kid out there someone to follow in those footsteps. Mm-hmm. Chadwick Boseman left those footsteps for somebody else to follow. Come behind that person and you take it a step further than they did. So that's how I remember Virgil as a trailblazer, as someone that took chances. And he changed the game. And he made the game better because I'm telling you, I like stepping out of my suits and wearing my Jordans. I really love that. I don't really like wearing my dress shoes like that no more. I mean, I will if I have to. But I just right, think that look, right. that look just mean and nasty, bro. It just looks good. And people, executives, CEOs, and that's how they dress. Yeah. That's how they dress. And it's like, who would who would thought you would see a suit and then some gym shoes? <laughs> like I said, that's 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 the beauty of it. For somebody to take a vision, that's that brother's vision. I say, well, you know what? He he was doing the streetwear. Okay. Oh, well, how about we take a little action? Why don't we combine the two? You get a nice vest, a button-up shirt, and some jeans. Or you get some gym shoes. And, and you just play around with it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, that's how adventures are made, really. You don't, you don't always get on the first try. What do I always say, Jules? You have to be able to take intelligent risk. Mm-hmm. And that's what I think about with Virgil. When he first started out, people kind of, like, clowned him because he threw the Pyrex on the back of those flannel shirts and everybody was kind of like, what is this? Because he was selling that shit for 500 bucks. And I said, well, listen, that's art. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and right. the value of art is in the, the, the perception of the value of it. And so what a lot of stuff that he did, he was that visionary. And I think that that's something that's really important. But when I also look back to some of the people that talked about the influence that he had on them, he had that pay it forward mentality. And that's something that I think is very important for other people to be doing out here. It's great that, hey, you made it, but man, pull a couple other people with you. Because uh-huh. what, mm-hmm. what good are you if you're the only person that's winning in your circle or the people around you? No, you look good because everybody's around you eating. And that's one thing now. I'm not the biggest LeBron James fan as far as the basketball aspect, but I respect what that brother did with his circle. Oh, all yeah. his boys that yeah. he came up with, they all rich. But he gave mm-hmm. them a blueprint, and they went out there and, and got it on their own. That's key. Bro, that's, yeah, that's huge. That's huge. All right, Jules, so the next question comes over from Raymond from Atlanta, Georgia. And he wanted to know, are we going to bid on Tupac's former bodyguard's <laughs> hard drive? <laughs> I'll, throw a bid, I'll throw a bid on there, but I don't think I'll get it. <laughs> I think that thing's starting off at 10, 10 stacks. Yep, 10 stacks. Yep. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll throw it out there if I do get it. It might bounce, so. <laughs> I can sure see you doing that, putting that bid down, and they come to collect. You're like, um, I don't got it. <laughs> hey, bro, I'm, I'm a little short, man. If you, can, I, can I give you an installment? Right. I'm like, man, get out of here. <laughs> can I get a loan? <laughs> yeah, right. Hey, man, it will be pretty neat to see what was on there. I, I mean, what's on there, uh, you know, any pictures or Henri's music or or whatever the case may be or. I just wish whoever get it will, will they, will they put it out? What's what kind of kind of things that's inside that hard drive? I don't know, but uh, for that for the question, uh, uh, I don't think I can bid on it right now. <laughs> well, so I will say this, Jules, because I when when you got the question, it kind of put a bug in my. I was kind of thinking like, well, damn, what's on that hard drive? Because right. ain't no telling. He probably got pictures. He probably got documents. I'm like, 
dude, if you buy that, if you buy that hard drive, then you can individually sell a lot of the stuff that's on there. So I'm like, that's yes. whoever whoever gets that thing, they might be uh they might be getting a little mini fortune. That might be a little lottery ticket that keeps giving. <laughs> but yeah. I think th- I think that thing's gonna go for at least five hundred thousand though to answer your question, Raymond. So I'm out on that price point. <laughs> right. I would have I would have I would have thought about it at 10, but 500, nah. <laughs> a little rich we're a little rich for my blood yeah a little rich for my blood the way my bank account is set up now <laughs> right oh man but that's a good one though that was a good question very good question and i also saw two uh jewels that they're going to donate 10 percent of the proceeds from the sale to uh the tupac amari shakur foundation so i thought that was oh okay that's nice oh that's what's up yeah that's what's up yeah but great question ray the pulling back the curtain podcast brothers are out on this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe something else. Maybe if you had like a do rag or something, maybe I'll be. Nose ring. Yeah, maybe maybe one of those, man. Maybe I can build on that. You're a fool, man. You're a fool. <laughs> the uh, next question comes on from Deborah from Matson, Illinois, and she wanted to know what do you think will be the outcome of the Jesse Smollett case nothing <laughs> i would say that brother gonna be he gonna be found guilty but it's like and it's gonna be like a fine because what are you gonna do him in jail for doing this it's like who cares really i mean i don't really it's so long ago i'm like all right why is this even a trial yeah dude this happened in 2019 what are we doing we don't have a better use of money right now to be doing exactly. this shit <laughs> dude exactly but me personally it's like a front for what's what the real story need to be far as the homicides in Cook County. But this right here, I can care less, really. <laughs> Jules, you know, you and I, we talked about this back when this stuff happened. Audience, I'm not going to go into all the minutia of the trial. You guys make your fucking opinions of yourself about yeah. <laughs> what did or what did not happen, whatever, right? But when I look at this, even if he is found guilty, and Jules, you can correct me if I'm wrong, he could do up to three years in prison, but the likelihood of him serving a day in prison no. is slim to none. No. Hell, you letting, you letting, you letting murders go. So they, 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 why, why, what are we doing here? <laughs> what are well, we doing here? We'll talk that talk because all this is, I think this is like a big uh, publicity situation. He'll probably do community service, pay a fine, and be on his way. But I just don't understand why we're doing all this. We should have just let this situation just go. Fuck it. Who cares? I forgot all about it, yeah. honestly. I think well, we got better. We got better things to be focusing not only our time and energy on, but our resources. I would be so upset, Jules, if I saw the price tag that this case is going to cost the city. Let's say you do want to have a trial. You can't come in a little a little room with a judge and your defense and the state and work this thing out. Have a bench trial and just say, "All right, whatever. Just pay a fine and don't do it again." Got it. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah. Nope. We we got to do the dog and pony show. So uh, that that's my thoughts on that audience. This shit was all it's a waste of fucking time. It's a waste yeah. of taxpayers' money. Mm-hmm. It's just stupid. Get the shit off I, my TV. I agree. <laughs> the next question comes on from Arthur from Baltimore, Maryland. And this question, man, I would say this brother, Arthur, keep doing what you're doing. But audience, this question was, how do I handle people in my circle not supporting my dream to open a sneaker business? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll tell you what you do. You lead them. <laughs> hey, as simple as that. Other than that, whoever don't support, all right, man, hey, I'll give y'all on, on the next on the, in the next go around because I'm about to do my thing and I'm about to blow up. 
Now, don't come at me talking about, hey, man, I knew you always can do it. Because <laughs> then I'm going to look at you like, yeah, all right. Like, who are you? Right. <laughs> or if somebody come up with hard times, we were talking about this before we, we got on, man. Some people just don't see the vision, think that you're crazy. But that's hmm. tired, man, because, because, look, you was given dreams from the Almighty. You was given dreams and vision. Everybody got their purpose in this world. It just takes you, you have to go and find it for yourself. Mm. And if somebody don't see it, all right, hey, so what? I'm going to keep doing me. Mm-hmm. And I think, Jules, that's why this question hit me so much, because I responded back to the cat and I said, how old are you? He's 19 years old. And he's worked from the time that he was 14 to now to save money. He said he's saved $30,000. Mm. And he wants to buy, he wants to rent a storefront. And he wants to get into this because he said he sees a huge opportunity. And he said that what people were telling him is everybody's got a sneaker business or you should use that money for something else. But if this man is telling you that this is what he wants to do, Mm -hmm. that's what he wants to do. So, Jules, I'm not going to repeat anything you said because I agreed wholeheartedly with what you said. The only thing I'll say, and I've shared this in the past on this show, people, don't let nobody else hold you back. (laughs) Like, first and foremost, if this is something that's in your heart, Arthur, you do that shit. That's your money. You the one that worked your ass off for that $30,000. Right. So if this thing don't work out, which I don't think that's going to be the case for the record, there's a lot of money in this sneaker game. You will make a killer. Just be smart, have a plan, and execute on that plan. The worst thing that happens is you blew the money. You're 19 years old. That don't be the only time you go come across $30,000. Uh-huh. True. In this day and age, no. There's so many ways for you to go out here and make money. So don't let that part make you afraid. Because I think that's what keeps a lot of people from fulfilling their dreams is fear. Don't ever have that fear. We talk about that on the show all the time. Get out of your own way. And one thing that Jules did say that I want to piggyback on just briefly, sometimes you have a vision that other people don't see. That's true. But it may go a step further. They may lack vision themselves. Mm. Now, think about that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. You doing something and they kind of mad that they ain't think about it first. That they're mad that they didn't put themselves in position. You put yourself at the age of 19 to have $30,000 in the bank. I know grown-ass people that don't even have $1,000 in the bank. Come on, I'm about to say that too. <laughs> you can't reel two nickels together. Yeah. This kid, 19 with 30 stack. Ooh, hey, bro, you, hey, he had a degree, he had a degree right now. Yeah. He said he was caddying. Since he was 14, every money that he got, he put it to the side. Hey, Perez, you know that he's going to make it because that brother, he's already financially smart. Yep. All he, with this sneaker thing, all he had to do is tweak it where nobody else in the game can can do it like he got. So he just needs to, to stand out above everybody else with this sneaker game. That's all. Mm-hmm. I agree wholeheartedly with that, man. So Arthur, man, keep your head up. Keep us posted, man. When you get this business up, hey, we'll promote it here on the show. We got you, man. And we're going to ride with you on this, man. Don't let nobody talk you out of doing anything. Fuck them. (laughs) They're probably jealous of you anyway. (laughs) All right, Jules, the last question before we get into the nuts and bolts of the episode. It comes from Lisa. And Lisa lives in Las Vegas, Nevada. And this question kind of made me laugh a little bit. She said, I recently started officially dating a guy. And he lives in Dallas. She said, but I've never missed a meal with my family during the holidays. How should I navigate Christmas and holidays going forward? Hmm. Now, I would ask Lisa is, did she she try inviting him to Vegas for holiday dinner? So I guess with the question, I guess he probably can't make it since they have a dinner. You know, as far as guys, man, we're 
we're kind of flexible as you know if i was dating and 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 she from a different state and like hey i would make my way to get out there to her and meet her family but since if i can't make it modern technology have it where man this thing is awesome how she want to navigate this she go over to boyfriend go to dallas you know you got the what you what you call it the the video calls and just why dinners when when everybody's eating dinner in in vegas they can also have dinner too and just be on the on the on the live chat, on the group chat press. You, you know what I'm trying to say. The little yeah, video yeah. Calls. They could they could they could do they could do a, a video Zoom or something like that. Yeah. That's what that's what yeah, people were doing. Know. That's what people were doing last year. Well, the people that weren't uh, <laughs> meeting with their family during the the the, the deep throes <laughs> of the pandemic. But but no, that's a good point. And actually, Lisa, I think that's a really good idea. I didn't even think about that one. But yeah, that's one solution. If he can't come to Vegas, then you guys could do the. Mm-hmm the dual dinner. Now that may be probably a little bit too serious for both of y'all at this point. Cause I'm assuming you guys are pretty new in this relationship, but it's an idea. What I would say is, is it possible for you to have your meal with your people? If he can't make it down there to Vegas and maybe you can head to Dallas to meet his people, maybe before or after the holiday, you know, mm. maybe you guys could compromise like that. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. And it may be in the future, and I don't want to put this out there negatively, but if y'all, you know, if y'all make it to next Christmas together, then y'all can alternate. But you might have to compromise yourself because I'm hearing you saying you never missed a meal with your people during the holidays. Well, now, Lisa, come on now. Yeah. You're going to miss some meals now. You're, gonna, you're dating and you guys get mm-hmm. long this relationship. It's going to be sometimes you're not going to make everything. But mm-hmm. I mean, but that's life. I mean, you grow up and you leave the nest and, and create your own family. That's right. So, so man, I mean, it's still still a plus. I mean, I mean, you're still eating. So, <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and like and like Jules said, I mean, men, we're very flexible. So I'm sure if you talk to this man, see if he can come down to Vegas. If not, then try to figure something out where maybe you can go. And because if if you want him to be there for that Christmas, right, to meet your family, that's cool. But then make sure that you're getting to Dallas either before right. or after. You know, correct. So I think mm-hmm. it's only fair. Yep. Yep. No, that's a good point. Good point. But good luck. And um, send me a picture of, of the dinner table now. Because I now, <laughs> now I feel like I know y'all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. And, and then next year, invite us. We'll, we'll, we'll come out there. Dallas, yeah, we'll or, or, Dallas or Las Vegas. <laughs> that's right. Preferably Vegas, but you know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Lisa, me and your old man, we'll watch some football together. I got you. Oh man, the old man might say, "How come you ain't dating Prince?" I'm like, hey, <laughs> sir, <laughs> mind, mind your business now. Mind your business. <laughs> See, mind your business. See, <laughs> uh, Lisa, I'm just joking. Oh. Good luck to y'all and happy holidays. <laughs> oh damn! Oh shit! So, audience, in the tenor of that question, obviously Lisa's in the holiday spirit. She's thinking about Christmas, thinking about Christmas plants. So in this episode, Jules and I, we want to discuss some of our favorite Christmas songs. These are the songs that really get me excited. These are the songs that, hey, you guys know on the radio, you turn the radio on, it's Christmas songs being played from sun up to sundown, right? But there's certain songs when they come on that radio, I turn them up instead of skipping past the station. That's what we're going to talk about today. (laughs) So Jules, I got a few that I want to discuss with y'all. And I want to get your thoughts on, on what you think about my songs. And I wonder if you may have some of the same songs. But okay. one of my honorable mention songs is Santa Claus is Coming to Town by the Jackson 5. 
that's a classic for me just growing up, man. I just, and it put a smile on my face. And it also, I got a little emotional because it brings me back to times that life was just, it was different back then. Mm. And okay, that okay. song, that song's amazing. It's, it's amazing. That's just, oh, child, it, it brings you back to your childhood. It brings you back to times when life was simple, happy, man. You're smelling the good food. You're in the room playing and just doing whatever, being a kid. So that song right there is just very meaningful. Oh man, dude! Like I, 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 I hear you in your voice, man. And that's the beautiful part of having memories because no matter how old you get, certain things you're gonna you're gonna think about that childhood, and you're also gonna have how you was feeling when you was in that childhood, man. That's why. That's why Christmas, they say, is the joyous time of the year because of those memories and, you know, the dog and pony show you got going on and yep. uh, today's day and it's the hustle and bustle. But you sit back and you got Christmas coming up with family and friends and food and you relate and you can remember and go back to when you was a kid when you woke up and you, you, your mom was putting up decorations. You got the music going and certain music you just... Yep. Just bring you, just bring you, just happy times, man. That right there, the Jack, dude, come on. Hey, the Jacksons are all on my list. <laughs> my <The> Jackson, <laughs> dude, I'm, I'm going to go, I'm gonna, you know what, prayers, I'm going to come with you because I saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus as one of my favorites. Oh, that's a good one, too. With the Jackson 5. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And it's funny because my wife and I, we was putting up decorations a few days ago, and I got my list planned. And she she cannot stand that song. She don't like it. <laughs> only, she 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 love it, but she she don't like it because she said that boy's a little trick over there. Somebody. Oh, he was like, because he on on there, he's like, he was up and he saw mommy kissing Santa Claus, not knowing that Santa Claus is his father. Yeah, and, yeah. and he said he's gonna tell he's gonna tell his dad on her. So she said she said, boy, you a trick. You know what I'm saying? So she said all the time when that come on, she said, I'm going to go tell my, I'm going to give you a whoop and so And she, and I'm looking at her like, damn. She got a little deep with that song, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I feel it, though. That's funny as hell. <laughs> but that's a good song, Jules, because you can't go wrong with the Jackson 5. I mean, dude, Michael, man, 10-year-old Michael on them songs, boy, he oh, used yeah. to kill them tracks, bro. Yeah, with his young voice and just, oh. man. If people haven't heard the Jackson, just get that playlist and just let it roll because you can listen to all of them. Mm-hmm. What about Let It Snow? Oh, yeah. Tell Boys and Boys Man. Man. Oh, yeah. dude. Brian Come McKnight on. on that joint. Come on. Come on. And see, this is the thing. I, audience, you guys have heard us talk about music on this show before. And my music, basically, palette is pretty diverse. I listen to damn near anything, right? If it's good, I'm going to listen to it. So, when you guys hear some of my songs, you're gonna be like, oh, okay, prayers kind of dip back a little bit. But this let it snow, this song right here, man. When I hear this one, I'm like, shit, it's time to eat. <laughs> Cause that's the mm-hmm. song that I start playing when it's getting close to dinner time. This let it snow, that shit's dope. Boys and men, such a great group. Brian McKnight, so underrated. That's mm-hmm. let, let it snow. That's my shit. People, I'm we, we come with some good stuff. And the Jacksons was was a good one back then. And I'm going to get you another young, young Stevie. Okay. Young Stevie one. Wonder. Someday at Christmas. Ooh, talk to him, Jules. Man. Dude, Stevie, uh, Stevie Wonder is, dog, that dude get range, man, because you you listen to his voices. His voice is so, so, so smooth, and he can hit those pitches, and, and 
And he just sang the hell out them Christmas songs. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. man, people, if you haven't heard someday at Christmas or Silver Bells or any other his Christmas song, man, dude, get y'all. I know y'all looking at Stevie now, like y- y- y'all, y'all don't appreciate Stevie. St- Young Stevie is 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 dope, man. And just 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 listen to Stevie if you heard from him. Y'all, y'all know we go- we all know what we gonna what we talking about there. <laughs> listen, Young Stevie, middle-aged Stevie, yeah, me, yep, senior yep. citizen Stevie, they all good. Mm-hmm. Y'all better put some respect and get that man his flowers. But no, yeah. Jules, that's a great point because Stevie Wonder, man, that song, Someday at Christmas, that is a classic, instant classic. Mm-hmm. That's dope, man. That's dope. So I got to hit you with the White Christmas, Bing Crosby. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> now, I imagine that when this song was written, he wasn't really thinking about prayers to his family during that time, but yeah, I'll let you guys do with that as you wish. However, I still take the message from the song, and I say, you know what? I'm going to have my own white Christmas over here. So, Bing, thank you so much for the song and the inspiration, because this song here, you can't have Christmas without this song being played. And it's an instant classic. Oh, that's the one all-time favorite there, Bing Cosby, Crosby with his smooth voice. Mm-hmm. You know that's the age, man. Them, them, hey, them white man. They was, they was, they was dapper, man. Him and uh-huh. Frank, man. Uh-huh. Come on, they was smooth with it. Yeah, they was. Yeah, they was. Oh man, dude, you gonna laugh? I tell you this next one. And this next, every time it come on, I'm jamming to it. I remember last year I was in the store <laughs> and it came on, and I'm just, I'm just singing this thing like I'm the only one in the store. Now I wasn't loud. I wasn't loud, but I was just singing it, you know, while I'm looking at, at the groceries and getting some stuff. And this is a uh, Rams uh, last Christmas. Yes, 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 <laughs> Dude, yes, yes. Every time that thing come on, man, I'm just I'm just singing it. I, I bet you people are like, man, what this dude can't even sing, man. What are you doing? He tearing the song up, man. <laughs> Listen, it don't matter. Let that man live, y'all. <laughs> but man, hey, that one right there is like, okay, got a nice little beat to his uplifting and but it was like, it was like, damn man, this man gave gave his gave his girl his heart and and, and she gave it away. Damn yeah. You. So he said, so so he talking about yeah, this year it ain't gonna happen. But <laughs> but it was a uh, it was a good song, man. It was a good no, song. That's, a, that's time, a really good one. Every time it come one. on, man, I'm singing. <laughs> I gotta hear that one day. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna I'm audience. I'm gonna take that to the task. Me and Jules gonna be rolling around one day. <laughs> And I'm just gonna throw that shit on the Spotify. <laughs> just sneak it in, see if he okay. sings. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I may, I may even record it for the show. We'll see. No, we'll damn. See. <laughs> no, no, hey, hey. hey, we don't want to lose any, any, any. We don't want to lose nobody now. <laughs> That's hilarious. And see if they give you a fair foul on that one. No. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be a foul. Oh, <laughs> uh, you're funny. The, the next one that I wanted to chat with the audience about is Every Year, Every Christmas, Luther Vandross. Oh, now, dude. Mm-hmm. When I was coming up, this was my mom's, like, favorite musician, so I got a yep. love affair with Luther, man. This guy right here, I don't care if it's skinny Luther or heavy Luther. They both was bad. And uh, this Every Year, Every Christmas, it's just a sentimental song because, to me, and this is something that I want all of you guys, when you're listening to the show, to think about. This song just talks about all the people in your life that are important and special to you. That's what makes this song just dope because it, when it plays, I just think about family and friends, you know what I mean? And just the world around us. And I wish that some of the things that Luther sings about in this song, I wish that that was holistically how our world was. However, 
when that song is playing for those four minutes, I pretend that the world is perfect. <laughs> so I love that song. <laughs> oh man, dude, you cannot go wrong. Prayers, those are the those are the ones that's on the playlist. People, you get, the ones we talking about, because we ain't steering you wrong now. No. You're gonna be jamming them. You're gonna be jamming. Oh, jamming yeah. this month. Oh yeah. <laughs> so another one that my wife just, you know, is <laughs> the emotions. What do the lonely do at Christmas? Ooh, let's go, Jules. Let's but, go. But that's right there. You sitting there, you could you you you're vibing off that. You're just you just cruising. You sitting back and just 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 jamming on that, man, because of the beat. They're 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 in sync. Their sound, I mean, it's a nice little groove. It's a nice little groove. So, man, when y'all pull that one up, it's gonna be like, okay, you be bopping your head a little bit, man, and talking about what the lonely do for Christmas. Man, y'all gonna be vibing off that one, dude. That's a dope one too because that's also another one from my childhood. That when I think about all these songs that you're talking about, I'm sitting up here smiling because I'm like. Bro, that shit used to play every Christmas, man, on the radio. Most, you know, this is back before Spotify and all that shit. Uh-huh. We'd be listening to the radio, and that shit'll come on. But dude, dope ass song. I gotta hit y'all with Nat King Cole. I gotta go man. original. That Christmas song. Come on, man. Come on. Dude, I didn't even know what a chestnut was when I was a kid. But guess what? I wish I had a fireplace. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Who who roasting chestnut chestnut had an open fire? Right. <laughs> I'm like, damn, Nick. I was like, bro, I got to step it up here in this house. I'm like, but as a kid, I, I just was smiling, thinking about that. I'm like, man, that sounds awesome. This open fire, huh? But it's a classic. When you think of Christmas, you think of the snow, mm-hmm. the, cold, the cold, and then that warm fire just kind of making everything right. And you talked about Frank and Bing with them smooth voices. Hey, oh, Cole, right. he was right there with them brothers now. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Man. Yeah, you know, Nat King Cole was probably Sammy's dope too, but Nat man, Nat was Nat was on a different level with, 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 with it, man. That dude was, yeah, he charming, he charming everything off you. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Take him off. <laughs> <laughs> that right there, man. I, I I love that one, man, because you can't have you can't have a a, a Christmas music. Selection without putting that on there. Prez, you know how how big of a Prince fan I am. Oh goodness! <laughs> <laughs> now Prince, if Prince. Now if you don't, if people don't know, Prince got a Christmas song out there. How he did it? It don't sound like a Christmas song because he put his foot in it. And another lonely Christmas. If y'all haven't heard it, put that on there and listen to it, man. He rocked the hell out that day. You know what? You just put me onto a song because I was like sitting over here snickering because I'm thinking like, what kind of song would Prince have for Christmas? But now I'm gonna have to because I don't even know nothing about that one. Do another lonely Christmas. Once you All put right. that on, you're gonna be like, damn, okay. Wow. Okay. And let, let right. me know what you think. Let me know what you think now. Wait, no, you know I will. <laughs> <laughs> and audience, man, this guy Jules, man, is one of the biggest Prince fans I know. And, and listen, I always thought the Prince was dope too, but man, Jules takes a cake. He is a big time <laughs> Prince fan. <laughs> but I'm gonna definitely check that out. I'm actually gonna check it out when I get in the car in a little bit. <laughs> I'll let you know. I'll text you in a minute. <laughs> okay. This Christmas, Jules, Donnie Hathaway. Oh, just a just a classic. Yeah. I mean, yeah. any, and I don't even want to paint a broad brush. I was gonna say any black household, but I think that any household that just likes soulful music, 
this Christmas, fire that joint up. There's sometimes on Christmas, I might let I let that shit play on a loop just because it gets me in that vibe, man. I'm like, this is such a good song. And Jules, my mom actually told me that when he came out with that song back in the 70s, that it wasn't even that much of a success. She said it's become very popular over time. And now it's like an all-time favorite song. Mm. But she said it didn't perform well on the charts back then. Okay. Oh, man, I didn't know that. Yeah, interesting fact. Damn. Because, dude, you, like I say, when we talking about lists, that doesn't have, that, that got to be on there. It's got to be on there. It had to. It had to be. Man, so that's a, man, that's a good one. I didn't, wow, I didn't know that. It didn't really, didn't catch on fire like that. But, hey, again, that's, that's what we talked about earlier in the show. We talked about leaving your mark and legacy and your vision and stuff. That was one of them things. Brother made this show, made this song back in the seventies, man. It's still today big as it's ever been, and it's twenty twenty one, twenty twenty going in twenty twenty two, and you and, and you know what? Let me tell you something. It's gonna keep playing for the rest yes, of the end of time. Yes, sir. Timeless. So that's a man. That's a good one, man. Because you know I gotta get the Godfather. In. <laughs> Let's go, man. Santa Claus comes straight to the ghetto. <laughs> that's a that's a banger right there, dude. Man, if you putting up a that was the ones you're just gonna take you all day to put them decoration up because you're just gonna be jamming. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? There's a couple times uh the wife stopped and started dancing. So man, and that's what and, and that's what the Christmas all about, just having fun and and laughing and playing and and, and just enjoying the mood, man. Just enjoying the just enjoying the day. That's all that matters, Jules. At the end of the day, man, it's just those moments and those times. Cause when I hear you talk about these things. Those are moments. And that's what we should be living for in this life is just moments like that. Those are moments that you can't buy. That's just tender moments that in the future, when Jules is like living his last moments here on this earth, he'll think back to times like that with his wife. Mm -hmm. And I think that that shit is very, very important to have those times. The last song I'm going to leave the audience with, and I'm sure anybody that's a long time listening to this show is not going to be surprised with this choice. Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas. Bruh? Come on now. That day. You ain't got to say nothing. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, people. Good night. Yeah. You ain't got to say nothing. No. Because <laughs> y'all know what time it is. That's all I'm going to tell you. So, audience, what I'm going to do, because Jules has some really dope songs, and I think that we just, this is going to make a nice list. I'm going to put together a Spotify playlist for all the songs that we talked about, and we're going to have that, and we're going to make it public on Spotify. So any of you guys, we'll give you the link for it on next week's show. If you probably search for it, I'll make it something very simple, like pulling back the curtain Christmas or something like that. But we're going to have that list. Play that during Christmas and, and, and enjoy your Christmas holidays with Jewels of Prayers. Well, you guys are in, in, in for a treat. <laughs> yes, you will. So enjoy. Jules, go on and hit them with that curtain call, bruh. Prayers, this curtain call goes out to Breakthrough Christmas Store. Since the 2003, the Breakthrough Christmas Store has provided families in Chicago East Garfield Park neighborhood a dignified way to purchase gifts for their loved ones at a fraction of a cost. Items like Lego sets, Barbie doll houses, and video games are available for up to 90% off the retail price. From the start of the holiday season, Breakthrough acts its network of volunteers, supporters, and donors to help the gift drive, purchase gifts to help them stock this unique store. Members of the community are then invited to the shop for gifts for their families and joining and spreading holiday joy at East Garfield Park. Breakthrough, President and Pulling Back the Curtain Podcast family. 
salute you and appreciate all your hard work. Thanks for that curtain call, Jules, and audience. Please, please look into that organization and help them out. They do great work, and it's for a great cause. As always, you can find this podcast on Amazon Music, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Deezer, or wherever you get your podcasts. We appreciate your continued support of the show. Without you, we wouldn't be. We're the Pulling Back the Curtain Podcast. Thanks for listening. Peace.